taking the occasion and tonight it seems kind of obvious to talk about going home since it takes a few days to arrive here and then a little time to settle in it takes a while to go home so you can start going home now <laughs> if I hope you've been going home for a little while finding some kind of central homey place in your heart that you can take refuge in if you're comfortable with you can start to flesh it out uh, make it yours make it find your space as I say and uh, inhabit it and live it with your own um, specific uh, qualities and uh, skills and particular specific um, you know tones even is it friendly is it comfortable is it spacious enough is it safe enough is it uh, you know steady enough Mm. so this is our chitta isn't it real home we might say fundamental home and as we uh, as we leave this particular boundaried place with specific qualities of um, uh, very light interaction if any um, not really much of a function apart from get up and lie down again <laughs> eat <laughs> uh, not great performance issues around that and really trying to take the pressure out of, of the occasion giving sort of time to find what is your space your time your speed your you know so it's not it's not like an automatic session we certainly recommended to have times when we meet and consolidate with that sense of you know group qualities that that but then also times we differentiate and you find somehow hopefully within that you know the the allowance and the encouragement to find your time your space your your entries into that and your enjoyment of it and and so it's very much something i, I hope the structure and has is encouraged and certainly you know it's my wish to encourage that not to get everybody to conform um, or just to be obedient, but to be have, operate within mutual respect and integrity. Mm. To and then, you know, find out what is your time now. As we recognise, a lot of our time is clock stuff uh, moves along mechanical rate. Jitter doesn't move at that rate. Sometimes it jumps. Sometimes it spins. Sometimes it just sits there kind of bumps jumps up and down it doesn't really move regularly forward tick tock <laughs> and it it doesn't do you know it, it can't operate that way you know some sometimes you know much of our lives are structured around those partic- that particular criterion the deadlines time to do this time to do that time to get here time to get back time to this that and the other so 
can be very much tethered to abstract time. In fact, think that's the real thing, because that's what everybody believes in, (laughs) and the world operates. So what's your time? How long does it take? Don't even think about how long it takes, really. What is the unwinding process, the unraveling, the steadying, deepening process? And just throwing the clock out. And just just the beautiful thing to do, you know, for a day or a weekend or a morning, you know, or even an hour, just to stop that. That deadline arriving at a, some conclusion or another. So what's your time? What's your space? And these may change, of course. Chitta experience is much more fluid than the structures in which we uh, find ourselves operating. In fact, it's, the chitta is really quite boundless. You know, I call it transpersonal in that it's very easy for the heart effect, the heart move, the heart impact uh, of one person to affect others. Clearly, you know, we we sympathise with each other's grief. We feel, you know, enjoyment. We feel threatened by others' aggression. You know, those, those jitter effects cross. The boundaries don't they we can communicate we can emphasize in fact you know the more uh, attentive we are the more that that experience happens and sometimes for a meditator this is can be problematic because that in a way yeah that's kind of true and in a way you want that but then you know you got to operate within a world that doesn't really respect that the sensitivity that's required if you're really operating through jitta you know the sense of how's that for you and how's that affect and how is you know so there's harmony you know that's the way of chitta is just how do we harmonize how do we find ourselves experiencing mutuality uh, cooperation and how beautiful that can be how do we receive each other and how beautiful that can be even these very simple forms that we're doing here just operating around a meal and um, sitting together you do you do sense that that uh, um, but then we maybe find ourselves arriving in scenarios where that is not the case very much so you know it's 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 everybody's in inside their box um, their personal box and you know quite enclosed in that and not necessarily you know asking permission to enter your space but just crashing right through it <laughs> or or pushing you along yeah. not a, you know or or, or isn't that sensitivity mm. So this is why it's kind of a big practice to be a person. There's a practice of letting go of being a person, and that's that's a skill, and the practice takes quite a bit of understanding. What is it that generates this person? You know, these sankharas, these um, 
responses, program responses, you know, language responses, behavioral responses, program responses, condition responses. That's what generates it. And some of this can be highly defective and neurotic or confused. So just being able to release, going to something more transpersonal to do with you know, forgiveness and appreciation and gratitude and integrity, you know, it's very transparent and sharing that. And then, oh, and then from that, having released some of the, the fear or the criticisms or the agitation or the self-consciousness about being with other people, then, you know, so we're, we're less of that. Then, then, okay, now how do we establish a, a skillful person? rather than a, a person who just arrives because of reactions. That's, that's another skillful practice, you know, because you have to be a person in, in the world of persons. Yeah. You have to have skin, you have to have boundaries, you have to have a sense of mind in, in, a, in a world that operates according to that. And, you know, everyone's world operates according to that and that can be intensely the case in uh, you know what we call the, the general public's scenario but it's, certainly it's same in dumber circles as well there are you know definite characters you have to learn how to handle and say yes to or no to or wait you know to establish boundaries around so the, the, the topic comes up as to establishing your home must have a, a core quality or a central quality of you feel at home and it has to have a boundary, walls, doors that you can open and that you can close uh, to keep your home safe and the way you like it and uh, protected. And that is how you that's what your part of your duty as a person is to look after your chitta. Part of your duty as a, as a, you know, as a, as an as an I am. Part of my duty has to be to look after this chitta, to to stay in touch with it. Also recognizing it does need some uh, protection from unwholesome influences. This is right effort, isn't it? To ward off the unskillful and to keep it out uh, and of course the unskillful is not just purely unskillful impulses arising purely within but also the unskillful impulses and effects and that you find yourself moving through in in the daily life in the world how do you protect that and just to bear in mind, I use the word protect as this thing from defend because that's quite important. Protect means there's something very valuable in here that I'm regarding with a sense of respect. That's what protect means. Defend means there's something nasty out there that I'm frightened of. <laughs> and those could both be true, but you don't want to be living in defense because then you're always responding to a, a po possible threat or fear so you're basically living in a state of fear yeah. 
protect means you're living in a state of of self-respect and love you know the proper the, the basic love which says let no harm come to this one you know i respect this one this is this one is worth protecting that we say is basic right, love love isn't a good feeling good feeling may happen with it but love is things like you know i i establish safety because this is worth protecting looking after that's the first I would say the basic movement of of yeah what you might call love or you know to cherish to look after something and so it, it perhaps in retreat time in meditation time the encouragement is to is to acknowledge there is something there that's beautiful and worthy you know we keep the precepts there's virtue there's integrity there's some kind of resolve resolution you know there is endeavor there is being prepared to bear with pain and difficulty and discomfort there is the ability to let go of some nice creature comforts you know those are worthy of respect and those are your chitta effects primary qualities naturally around that you get these personal dents and bruises and stuff going on conditioned in but uh, you know the fundamental quality of chitta is naturally loving naturally spacious naturally open it's a beautiful thing and you time to time you 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 can touch into that in meditation and so this is the warmth of the home the beauty of the home and so when you're leaving here really try to know that remember it photograph it let it speak let it say a few words you know whatever can keep you in touch with that um so in an external way this is often done with um, shrines so you've got something there on the wall that your chitra is placed and you have endowed with that quality that's why we generally always use shrines of some kind now your shrine could be the way you like it or want it. it could be just a you know flower in a vase or something or you know but there's something that really helps you to remember what are what are shrines what's their quality generally they are beautiful yeah they are kept clean they are respected so something outside that you can look at every day and say this in a way is carrying you know, a memory trace of this quality, this jitta, which I so often forget. And this is here to remind me. I, I chant to it, I light a candle to it, I freshen it up, I put clean water on it, I put fresh flowers on it, I look at that, I contemplate it, and I, I sense the resonance. This is something that's about a reality 
here that I can touch into. So we might say recollecting the triple gem is definitely a way to um, remember your your home of your chitta. Um, But also just to, you know, whatever the words are doing. Um, Even perhaps even more helpful just to have simple image that you that, that you've actually created yourself that you reminds you you can have you know, simple image you can have teachers parents anything that amplifies that is really helpful to warm your home and in your own house or your own apartment or your own trailer or your own tent wherever it is <laughs> uh you know, I always carry something around in my pocket, a little image in my right next to my heart here. I always carry something, some little image, you know, wherever I am. You get that out, there it is, you know, to remind me. To, you know, so it becomes much more than just your thought memory, it's a perceptual sign. You know, the sacred, the beautiful, the, the clean, the pure. You know. So there, you know, this is this is part of um, what I sense, what I recommend as as helping to to keep your home really a home. Mm-hmm. External signs can help that, paying respect to it, so you really embody that that res- relationship to it. Uh, naturally, sitting meditation or standing meditation or any of these forms can help to hold the phys- you're physically within that. So you really stay there with that, taking it in. Mm-hmm. This is puja. I, I do recommend it. It doesn't always mean in, in some formulaic way, um, particular chanting form, so naturally you're free to use it any of that, even mantras or anything that can do that, does help. So, in other ways, the home does need um, some walls, some boundaries, and this is also something you want to carry around with you. And so the first set of boundaries we might say is um, our ethical boundaries and so you know, this this is going to poison weaken deplete soil not worthy of me you know not worthy of my heart so putting away things that are directly immoral or you wouldn't you know you wouldn't want to that to be known about or you wouldn't want to have that on your your cv you know <laughs> here's so and so so and so who lies every day <laughs> yeah or gossips or stabs people in the back <laughs> uh so just just recollecting you know that everyone's behavior definitely affects the chitta uh, and so you want to have those ethical ethical boundaries there of what what you do and that even includes um you know what you do mentally what you put your mind into 
So there's also boundaries of attention, which means how much stuff, what do you want to give your attention to? Whatever you give your attention to, that's going to go in, into your chitta. Yeah. Now, maybe you just, it's casually, okay, just see that, see that. Your chitta knows that's just stuff. But really what you deeply attend to, purposefully attend to, yeah, you know, with full intention, you realize that's going to go, go there. And this then becomes the subject of our thoughts and moods. And you know, one wants to acknowledge that and create boundaries of attention. Um, as it is an eye-grabbing kind of world, uh, yeah. so here just some reflection on the training standards of the summoners we when in the town there's a sense of walking called well restrained with downcast eyes it doesn't mean you're looking at the floor it means you you're not really looking around at all kinds of stuff you just where do you need to go there's a certain softness of gaze so you're not getting and you're no i don't need to look at that that's not mine fair enough let that pass, this is where I'm going, watch out for that person, here's a car, you know. Purposeful, but exactly that, just purposeful. The, the, the sense faculties are held, yeah, and, and in a composed and gentle way. Recognizing without that, then it swings into everything that grabs the eyes, or grabs the ears. And you know, if it comes out to grab you, it's probably, you know, tr- <coughs> trying to sell you something, isn't it? Trying to get you into something and grab you in. Uh, and, and most of it, if we know, is all fantasies and exaggerations and bias and propaganda. So boundaries of attention are helpful. And even, so generally when I go through town, I also take care to walk, you know, because I don't have a vehicle that that helps. Just the walk, walking is great. And I walk at my speed. I don't walk at the speed of the turnstiles, the traffic lights, the speed of everybody's. I walk at my body's speed. If that means I miss the train, so be it, there'll be another one. You know, it's to avoid getting hooked to the frenzy and the rhythms that are not there for you. Yeah. As a standard, naturally sometimes you just got to run, but it does help, you know. Helps you stay embodied. It does help. Walking is really good stuff to, to do. <laughs> uh, it does help. boundaries of attention and making your your embodiment a home so if you can walk if you can when you sit down somewhere it's like every time you sit you you sit fully 
and and uh, when you walk, you walk fully in your body, and you're aware of the pull of the sense 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 doors. Then I guess there's also people you want to associate with, and for how long? Down, you know. And so something to encourage, particularly when you're coming from retreat and you're really quite open, is just how much you really want to be open to every everybody. So you know, chitta needs protecting from other people's opinions. <laughs> you know, someone you trust, you say, "Well, this is what happened to me, and I felt like this." And there's someone you trust, you share with. But you don't want to just put your stuff out and somebody says, well, that sounds crazy to me, or, you know, you've really gone weird, haven't you? Or, <laughs> or, or give you a lecture or advice on, you know, <laughs> or how you should be. Then this is not, it's not operating at the level of depth at which you're, you're opening to. So you, you're respectful of that. Some things, can only be said to some people at some times because people aren't always operating at the same depth. That's it. That's important to know. There's a sense of self-respect with that. Mm. A very um, what I've tried to encourage here with the bell ringing and every now and then is just this moment when we there's a signal. And we just pause. The signal. The signal says, "Pause." It doesn't say jump up and do something. It just says pause. And I'd like to encourage that uh, quality, that that feature, as an ongoing something you can build in. It's like a ten-second pause. And so if you're in your day, you know, you, you get up, do what you're doing, get yourself tidied up, and then have the 10 seconds before breakfast. What's going on? How is it? And you, realize the, you know, this momentum of, oh, I've got to, yeah, this is the, yeah, right, better get this, yeah, yeah. Pause. Wow. Listen to that, you know. Uh, feeling overwhelmed already and I haven't even had my cereal yet. (laughs) (laughs) Volume of stuff coming up. Pause. What's this called? This is called panic. (laughs) That's the word for it. Overwhelmed panic. You, You cannot operate from this place really skillfully, can you? I wonder how much of life is just ongoing panic of a kind of loosely sustainable going on. But through that we miss quality, we miss relationship, we miss immediacy because we're always running on to the next hypothesis of of what could be, could work in the future, or what is needed in the future, 
or what we should be in the future, or we should, you know, and just pausing. Some of it may be relevant, most of it has, has some relevance, but just the energy of, of that, is that the best way to operate? So when we pause, we just come off topic and say, look, this is only for 10 seconds. Panic is always available. <laughs> Any moment you can drop back into that. So let's just, okay, where's the body now? Where's the breathing now? And then, right, what's really important? Really, really important, first of all. Well, first of all, important thing is to touch the ground. Here I am. And then, okay, there is some sources of concern, you know. Right, so we just try to establish something more purposeful, something more collected. And where are we coming from? Are we coming from obligation, pressure, uh, anxiety? I don't think much good can come from that. Can we operate from a sense of loyalty, commitment, conscientiousness? Uh, yeah, could we operate from those bases? And it, they are just resetting. Might be just changing some of the tempo or the tonality of what otherwise would be, um, you know, overwhelming. So really coming back to one sense of, okay, I'm going to do this. This is what I do in my life or I do with my job. Can I come from a place of conscientiousness, loyalty, uh, concern for the wealth of others, getting my requisites together? That's a reasonable, you know, I'm doing this so I can get my wages, <coughs> so I can pay the, the rent or whatever it is. Yeah, that's fair enough. So you just, okay. So you make these specific qualities rather than these sort of, you know, strange, dissociated, and sometimes neurotic drives of they want me to, it has to be, I've got to, who's saying that? Who are they? What's it? Where's the rule? Where's the law that says it has to, it must be, it got to, when you could drop dead tomorrow? You know? Where's that? And so, pause. And start to check some of these sankharas. You know? There you are, you know, handling a department, managing something or other, doing this you know, head of some institute, looking after this, that, and the other. So much to do, so much will be dependent upon me. Everybody's, you know, if I don't do this, the things are going to fall apart. You know, you know what happened if you drop dead? Send a bunch of the flowers to the funeral, get someone else to do it. <laughs> right, that's, uh, that's what happened, wouldn't it? Oh dear, oh well. <laughs> that's inconvenient who else oh what about getting some yeah he'll do yeah bring him over that was your life yeah (laughs) 
So you sort of just bear this mind because they say, oh, we really need you, Janice. We really can't get in front of you, Craig. You know, we really got to have you. Well, you sure. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but it, it's just, if you weren't, it'd be somebody else. So you kind of just take the edge off that. Okay, I'll do what I can. I'll do what I can. Yeah, from a sense of you know, conscientiousness, concern. I want to make a living, livelihood. You know, I'm happy to help out. That's it. You know. But um, so that that you know this this pausing. What's important? What's what's true? What's really true? What's really important? It's probably important to know what's true. <laughs> and what is just, you know, the brainwashing stuff. And so we're trying to find that pause moment through the day. And it's amazing how seeming, when you see how elusive it can be, when I say 10 seconds, ah, sure, 10 seconds, that's easy. <laughs> Every shaking their head, the 10 seconds, you know, that's, wow, you know, about five. Yeah. I know in one, one training training module, they used to say to people, you know, um, you know, just have a bunch of keys in your pocket and then bring them out and drop them on the floor. Because in that, people, oh, he dropped his keys. They'll allow you the time to pick your keys up. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got like maybe seven seconds. <laughs> so you do tricks like that, you know, get your key out and drop them. Even the keys don't do anything. You just use them as a as a <laughs> as a ploy to give yourself. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and the other one, of course, is the bathroom. You know, excuse me, I've got to go to the bathroom. All right. Don't generally don't ask why, do they? <laughs> So, you know, the fact that you've been to the bathroom five times that hour, <laughs> they probably don't, still know. she must have some condition on there. They don't want to know. <laughs> so there you get, your, you get your 10 seconds there. Or even a sneak a minute in, you know. <laughs> so, the, so it's not lying, just saying, I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> And then, you know, coming back, you know, getting a traffic, the bliss of a traffic jam. Oh, great, just pause. <laughs> May all beings be well. <laughs> you know, I'm sitting, that's fine. <laughs> I'm at home, as long as I'm in here, I'm at home. So, what's the hurry, you know? Just, you know, wherever you are, there's where you are, isn't it? It's where you make your home when you understand citta and embodiment. Mm. 
and then you get to your, through your front door, then perhaps before you start switching everything on, just that. Are you really home yet? Okay, let the resonances die down. Are you really home yet? Not yet. Sit down. Wait till you get home. Mm. Takes a while. So pausing again, perhaps when you do get to your own living space, you can, you know, have five minutes or so. And we're not looking at refined meditation techniques, it's just coming back into the body. And the sign of at home at any, any particular time, any particular situation that you're in, when you're in real time, your time, when you're in your time and your body and your truth, one characteristic of it is you'll be able to breathe out and feel breathing out. And feel the fullness of it. That's that's a good mark as a characteristic. If you can't breathe out, like if you're already breathing in before you finish breathing out, <laughs> you know you get hard, right? Then you haven't got there yet. So taking the time to lengthen the out breath, relax the shoulders. Okay, take a few of those. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's another useful sign. If you arrive somewhere, can you can you breathe out? Can you allow an out breath to come to to pass through? You may take how long's an out breath? That's another good sign to 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 have as a as a, a flag for your guidance, because naturally we assume that as soon as this physical apparition moves through a door and can be seen, it's arrived. Well, you know it hasn't. No. You know, how long did it take to get here? <coughs> breathing in, breathing out. Negotiating with other people. So it's gained some useful the skillful means it's uh, uh yeah. oh that's really yeah that's great can i think about that <laughs> there's another pause isn't there can you give me a moment to think about that rather than you've got to immediately come up with or oh yeah that's a good point i don't rightly know right now i'll get back to you on that one or yeah you know i'd like to give that full attention so can we just put that aside? Yes, then I could give that full attention. So, you know, you you try to stay in the fullness of being rather than, you know, being leaving losing balance. Says so you've got to immediately respond, immediately do, immediately react, immediately have an answer, immediately get it right. What's the chances of that actually happening from a healthy place? immediately getting it right in one go. What's the chances? Hole in one. How many times does that happen? <laughs> so it's got to be, uh, I don't know, but it seems like this, and how about that? You know, that, that sort of negotiating movement. 
really again it helps to to make something grow build something that's honest the world in general is infected with catchphrases and immediate answers that aren't answers they're just learnt they're just learnt responses slogans and you know nice to see you no it's not it might be in a little while but right now it's not (laughs) oh yeah now it is but first of all it was a little bit disturbing (laughs) don't have to say that you know but just oh yeah and recognize by and large i would imagine the most human contact as we come into presence with each other there has to be a shiver i would imagine i guess of some something like how is how is she how's it going to be how's it going to be with him some shiver that's okay that's supposed to be there if you're not getting that or listening to that shiver which could be uncertainty anxiety eagerness excitement then who are you talking to you're talking to somebody you're talking to an idea of the other person you're talking to somebody in your head hey bob da, 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 da. well wait a minute pause and yeah some that the true meeting of with another person has a shiver to it because right now you don't know and you need to to feel that it doesn't have to be hours but just recognizing that and we don't necessarily jump into each other this is a, again a, a bit of a, a kind of a social phenomenon that um, people throw themselves into each other you know, hey Bob boom that's kind of friendly well, it may be, may be a good intention, but it's not necessarily respectful. Respectful isn't so formal. It's a sense of, I don't know where this person's jitter is at the moment. How could I? I could see this thing in front of my eyes, but that's, that's the physical form. But I don't really know right now. I cannot know. So, how's that? And how are you doing? And then get a feeling for it. Okay. You know, so that softening around social contact is also another skill that keeps you present, truthful, in touch with your with your chitta. Chitta is always vibrant. Yeah, it's it's a resonant experience. So, in many ways, um, we need to uh, you know find some skills to that our personal world our personal manifestations don't take us away from that because most of us have learned personhood in not entirely healthy ways we've learned performancehood we've learned conformityhood we've learned you know uh, competitionness <laughs> competitiveness comparativeness We've learned transactions, doing, you know, doing deals, if you like, 
we've, we've learned these things because those are the models. And so to, to re-learn, to reset, is to enter some of these very potent experiences, you know, duty, job, social, general social arena, sense contact, uh, integrity, and interpersonal relatedness. You know, to, to, these are all seemingly mundane, but the chitta, every mundane experience, every mundane experience that, that affects you, that touches you, is touching your, your chitta, and it will affect it. And the same way, when you're from the goodness and the strength of your chitta, of your heart, you can make personal, intimate, specifically you, moves, responses, decisions in, in the world that will be for your welfare and for the welfare of others. So, you know, tomorrow we will be, um, say, t- making some, you know, formal commitments to the uh, precepts and refuges and expressions of, of uh, gratitude and companionship in all that, you know, in practice. Um, we'll say more about that tomorrow. But for right now, you know, getting to even bring to mind, you know, the, the socio-domestic situation that you you moved out of and now you're going to move back into it. What does that carry for you? What does that mean for you? you know, how is that? Can you hear that, see that, imagine that? As you do so, find where your stability is now. Find where the groundedness is now. Find where the you can begin to sense how that's affecting my my heart, my chitta, my awareness. What's the important thing to bear in mind with this? What's the important thing to bear in mind with this? Yeah, can I maintain integrity? Uh, can I maintain honesty? Can I allow myself not to have an answer to everything? Not to be perfect? Yeah. Can I, you know, practice with this? In this way, the, you know, a personal life doesn't have to be sectioned off the retreat, you know, compartmentalized. Mm. It's something that uh, we need to integrate with because the jitta goes on. Retreat or non-retreat, it's still there. So let's have a pause moment.